Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the Spirit Seeker Hour. Spirit Seeker Hour is your chance to delve into the world of your inner spirit. The Spirit Seeker Hour is brought to you by Spirit Seeker Magazine. Go to www.spiritseeker.com to find out more. And now, here's Cindy Meyer. Hello and welcome. And as the introductory message said, this is Cindy Meyer. I have been hosting the show for over five years. Before that, I had a radio show in a traditional studio. And I must say that being part of a radio blog is so much more efficient. We reach more people. We thank you for being listeners. We thank you for being readers of the magazine. Spirit Seeker celebrating its 18th year in um, print as a print magazine, and we were a quarterly newsletter uh, for a year and a half before that. So we've actually been published for over 19 years, but it's our, our 18th birthday uh, as far as being a print magazine with um, with this next issue. So you can read um, all about fabulous events happening all over the U.S., into Canada, and at some point, it's going to be into Europe. And we um, we just let our readers know about these fabulous events. We have a weekly email newsletter. We have the radio show. And um, if you would like to be added to our sacrosanct, and I do mean this, sacrosanct email list, we do not sell it. We, we do allow other people to let uh, you know about our events, and we let you know who the radio show guests are. Um, etc. So if you would like to be added to that list, please send an email to info at spiritseeker.com and we will gladly add you and let you know about all the wonderful things that are happening to nourish your mind, body, and spirit. Uh, the other thing is that we um, are going to be starting our sound and music reviews back up, starting with the September issue. We have three new music reviewers uh, reviewers coming on board. And so each month you can hear um, about the fabulous CDs that are being released. We love music. We love theater. We love anything that nourishes the spirit. So I think that's just about it. Um I I uh I like to get the announcements out of the way front end. So tonight we uh have a guest that I've interviewed before and she is a monthly contributor to Spirit Seeker magazine. She's an amazing amazing woman who has her own radio show and has her fingers into a lot of things. Her name is Elizabeth Summers. She is a professional numerologist and she has a passion uh for working with numbers. So tonight um she's going to be talking about what numerology means, how it can affect your life, um how changing just the spelling of your name or well, all kinds of things can change the frequency, but especially if you're thinking about, you know, starting a business, you want to make sure that the uh, the numerology vibration is correct. And um, so, so tonight, Elizabeth will be, will be talking about all that. She'll be talking about what it means to be in the the month of July, which is a seven month, and to be in a 2015 and eight year. And she will be doing many readings. So if you do want a reading, all you have to do is press. Um, one on your phone, and that will alert me that you would like to uh, ask a question of Elizabeth. But okay, so Elizabeth, thank you and welcome. Um, and you know, I'm so grateful you're here. I love your articles. I love your energy. And um, let's have some fun. 
Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks, Cindy, for having me on, and hello, everyone who's listening. I just love to talk to uh, uh, my hosts about the wonderful field of esoteric numerology. So for listeners who are like, what is she talking about? Because there is numerology, there's Tibetan numerology, esoteric numerology. So let's let's just talk about you know, what numbers mean, Elizabeth. Well, the uh, that's the best first question because people will say, you know, what can numbers tell me about myself or what's happening? What we write on paper in our checkbooks, are numerals. Numerals represent quantities. Six dozen of this, seven of that, whatever. Numbers, however, represent qualities. They represent abstracts also. They represent, by working through ancient formulas, ancient codes that were established with the work that I do, 5,000 years ago by the Chaldeans, 2,600 years ago by a highly evolved ascended master by the name of Kathumi, who has come to human a few times, and this time he came as human and took the name of Pythagoras, and he was a prominent mathematician and metaphysician who believed that the universe, and rightly so, the universe, and therefore we as Energetic parts of the universe work in a pattern. There are patterns. And so the uh, formulas that he developed, which, in my opinion, uh, are more, represent more psychological, human, behavioral uh, issues day in, day out, where the Chaldean system that I use takes me way down deep into past lives, past memories that are influencing this lifetime. And I use that particularly in my blueprint readings. So numerology is as old as astrology, and it represents they are codes. The numbers have no power. They are codes of information, like a stenographer shorthand or Morse code or the computer codes the programmers use. That's all it is, codes. And I because I've been doing this since 1988 and absolutely full-time as a professional since 1997, I am very blessed through 45 books of study to be able to interpret these codes for my clients. But you know, Cindy, I'm also blessed to be a clairvoyant, a medium. And so I know that there has been a lot of information and interpretations that have been downloaded to me from a spirit in interpreting these codes and packaging it and putting it together for my clients as I do the readings. Because as I turn on the computer and all my readings are recorded, because once I start, no one's going to get a word in edgewise. Once I start, <laughs> I record everything. And sometimes this information comes out of my mouth, and I think to myself, well, that's right, but where did that come from? I didn't find it on page 67 of book blah, 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 blah. So esoteric numerology is my specialty. Yes, on the Internet, uh, you will have mundane numerology, numbers one through nine. And if you look at it this way, those basic numbers, one through nine, that's 
every it's all over the place. It's like a basic black dress. The work that I do brings in also astrology, interpretations of 1 through 78 that correlate to the ancient tarot and information, and, of course, the numerology. And so in my readings, I put jewelry on that basic black dress that gives it so much more depth and understanding for people. Oh, I get it now. I hear so often. Yep, esoteric numerology. Well, and that just makes sense because, you know, numerology is not numerology. Astrology is not astrology. And when you bring in the gifts of spirit, it just changes the whole mix. And um, I like that analogy. I just heard sparkle when you were talking about that black dress. I'm like, oh, she's going to add sparkle and dazzle to it. And, you know, I think wisdom adds sparkle and dazzle to life. And the more we're like, oh, oh. So, like, this is an eight year. What does that mean for us, Elizabeth, with us being in 2015, an eight year, which I I just can't, I want to hear your take on this. Well, the the year covers everybody on the globe, in, well, in Western cultures, covers everybody energetically. The number eight is about Saturn. This, in astrology, it's a Saturn vibration. And Saturn doesn't play. Now, right now, Saturn is finishing up, and everybody is taking a deep breath and saying, thank you, God. It's finishing up a two-and-a-half-year transit in Scorpio. And Scorpio, God bless their hearts, I personally think that's the toughest astrological sign there is because Scorpios are ruled by Pluto, and Pluto is the planet of death and rebirth. And so these darling Scorpios that come in here by choice, they choose when to be born, they dredge up from who knows what lifetimes. Issues that have to be birthed again, rebirthed again. And you know there's three there's three symbols for a Scorpio. One is the lowest form is the scorpion. You know, you don't want to cross them because they'll bite. I mean, even the female scorpions uh, uh, devour the male after they got finished mating, and that kind of says the energy of all that. And a lot of times Scorpios, because of Pluto, will destroy their lives. They'll make choices that just bring them to their knees. But it, the second icon is Phoenix. The Scorpios are Phoenix rising from the ashes of their life because they connect spiritually. They, some of them come down so far into the dregs of their life that they must turn to a higher power to survive. And because of that, then spiritual connection as Phoenix rising from the human ashes, the highest symbol for all Scorpios is the eagle. They soar in their connection to Mother, Father, God. So to get back to uh, your question, the number eight, which is Saturn energy, is Saturn's like the Marine Corps drill instructor in the universe and does not play. We go into this transit, all of us were influenced greatly by this transit, especially then Scorpios. It's life-changing. And we go in as 300-pound years and come out ready for officers' candidate school. Scorpio 
Saturn and Scorpio will end in the middle of September 2015 and then move into Sagittarius. Now, when it's Saturn, number eight, is in Sagittarius, that's a different ballgame, and we'd talk about that on another show, possibly down the road, honey. But it's going to have totally different themes. The number eight is all about money. It is about discipline. It is about real estate. It is about um, um, focusing your life, but it is also about the structure, the skeletal structure of a person's body. And a lot of people, possibly this year, depending upon what's in their charts, could have experienced physical issues with their bones and their knees and their backs and their whatever. And an eight-year period, and we, with all of us, personally, are greatly influenced generally by this eight-year 2015, but we, from birth to transition out of here, go in nine-year cycles, nine-year cycles, nine-year cycles, which is part of one of the readings I'm going to do tonight. When a person is in an eight-year and the previous seven years in their own personal cycle, but it's also happened this year, generally, When they're in an eight-year, personally, it's called the Lord of Karma year because Saturn is the Lord of Karma. And if they have not really taken their emotional power, handled their money properly, disciplined themselves, really grown up and matured, they will go down the tubes in an eight-year. It's an either-or kind of situation. I've had many clients file bankruptcy in an eight-year, because of the credit cards and this and that and the other. But also in the positive, if they've really, you know, done their power stuff, a lot of people get promotions, they get pay raises, they move to out new houses, all sorts of things. So and it, this eight year is has been about uh, handling money, power, authority, property, real estate both personally as well as generally in the nations. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Now, the United States is moving out of this, and it personally, the United States as a, because we all, it goes in cycles. Marriages go in nine-year cycles. Businesses go in nine-year cycles. United States is moving into a nine-year of endings, finishing, and completions. And it's an 18-9, and I'll be talking about that in the articles that I write for you and and when I uh, uh, talk about uh, in various forms of communication. This can be a little fussy. 2016 is going to be quite an adventure. Yep, yep, yep. So eight years. Money, I never even thought authority. about that. I never even thought about the fact that next year is a nine year. And, you know, in so many cultures, you know, the, especially the Jewish culture, they always give things in increments of, you know, 20, 27, 18, Laheim. It's the symbol for, you know, life. And, um, and then every temple in uh, India has 108 steps, which is all about completions and new beginnings. And so I never even thought right. about next year being mm-hmm. a nine year. Never even thought about that. And, and it's an 18-9, which is the moon card, which is about deception. Now, the United States, 
as a country, as of July 4th, 2015, has rotated into its nine years, 18 nine years. Nine has to do with foreigners, foreign countries, foreign cultures. From the Tarot perspective, the number 18 is the moon card of caution, of deception, of watch your back. 18-9 is that of government, of government, of the courts. And so these are going to be themes. Now, on the other hand, businesses that are service-oriented businesses, humanitarian businesses that, have, that are coming from an intention and attitude of service, they're going to prosper. But those that are motivated particularly under the guise of service, but they have an underlying motive of money, their knees are going to knock. The universe is coming down on them. So it will be very interesting to watch. And it's very interesting that we have the uh, political government change uh, next year. And I will be starting to write my blog, my political blog, about all of these candidates now that are running. I did it in 2008, and uh, uh, the and I'm going to start running them again. I have to kind of keep up with all the Republicans that are running. It's going to be a lot of work. Isn't it amazing? There. Isn't it amazing? <laughs> it's just, I mean, every day it's but, like, oh, really? Yes. Uh, yeah, I mean, well, I do think in many ways they're positioning themselves for um, the um, – group that comes around the president, what's that called? You know, the, the secretary of the treasury, secretary of the, right. the cabinet, yes, the cabinet. Right. So a lot of them, I do believe, are doing that. But it's very interesting to, I approach everything from, all of it is nonpartisan. I approach it from an astrological, tarot, and numerological perspective. And, and I called it. I, back in 2008, <laughs> I stuck my neck out and I said, no, to Hillary Clinton's not going to make it because of this reason, that reason, technically. Well, that's right. Yep, yep, yep. You know, it all fell apart in February, just like I said. It's just the work. It's not me. It's just I'm right. the translator. Yeah. Right. Spirit moves through you. Don't shoot the messenger. Nope. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. So, so Elizabeth, we have um, a couple of callers with questions, but before we go there, what else would you like to share? We're well, going to ask. Like, yeah, go ahead. I would like to have people understand how my work works. What do they have to do? I do readings for people, half-hour readings, hour readings. Everything's recorded, and I only ask two questions. Of, from my clients, uh, what is your name on your birth certificate? Because every letter is assigned a number one through eight, one through nine, the systems that I use. And the birth certificate name by code represents to me that person's past life experiences that they have had as a human that's impacting upon this lifetime. And those past life experiences are memories that are held in their soul's memory bank and are coming in here in the subconscious. The birth certificate name is your toolbox. And every soul names its 
yourself telepathically prior to birth while you, me, everyone who's listening, while their soul is still in spirit, packaging, putting together this grand novel that they're going to play out with all these chapters and people and everything else. We package it ourselves. Now we have free will. We can decide to go to chapter four instead of chapter six, but whatever. That's a different story. But the birth certificate name, every soul telepathically goes to the soul of the person who eventually names it and says, hello, this is the name that I want. Because when I say that name, that's a sound, that sounds an energy, that energy triggers my memory. And so your first name tells me all about who you are physically, attitudinally, humanly, behaviorally. Your middle name tells me all about you emotionally, your emotional toolbox coming in here. And a person's last name is your spiritual tools. It is your tribal name. And you have inherited that from your father's spiritual DNA. And so I... Just from that, I do four pages all by hand. Nothing is done on the computer. Everything is done by hand. You're like because Wayne Dyer. Wayne, yeah, Wayne Dyer has written every single one of his books longhand, longhanded. That's right. And he just, just learned how to use an iPad, but he won't use it for writing his books. I agree with that because it's an energy flow. And the the person's first name and their month, day, and year of birth is all I ask. I don't want to hear what's going on in your life. That's what you're coming to me for. You know, don't think you're going to front load this. And she told me this because I told her I told her that. But everything is yeah. done by hand because yeah. when I'm done, the person's energy is like a hologram. It's like a hologram that comes up. And I know if they're old so if this has been a difficult lifetime or if it's going to be a good year for them. And sometimes I'll tell you, Cindy, I have to say a few prayers to the angels to be a Virgo Prudentissima. I see some things in people's charts and I think, oh, my gosh, how am I going to tell them this without scaring the heck out of them? Right, right, so, right. So uh, 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 I record everything and well, all they have to yeah. do. So I'm going to share a story with my first experience with numerology. First of all, before that, okay, when I was a kid growing up, you know, uh, Sidney Omar was the astrologer in the the daily newspaper. And every, you know, you'd read the daily readings, and then it would say, if today is your birthday. So on June 29th, it would say, if today is your birthday, you will be drawn to the mantic sciences, astrology, psychology, all of that, and you will have numerous name changes in your lifetime. And I was like, what the heck does that mean? I'm going to have numerous name changes. So, you know, I, it was, and it would be the same. Every year there would always be that thing about name changes. And so I, it was the early 1980s. I went to Virginia Beach to the Edgar Casey Institute, and if you were a member of ARE, you had a list of um, members who rented rooms in their houses when you came to the conference. So I rented this room, and one night everybody was out on the porch, and there was a numerologist. And he did my numerology on my name at that time, and I had never been married, and this was my name. And he just said, this just doesn't make sense. This just doesn't make sense. I said, what are you talking about? He says, this just can't be, this This doesn't match who you are. Are you sure that this is the name? And I said, oh, well, I was adopted when I was age six. I said, oh, and I, yeah. and I said, I became, you know, my stepfather adopted me. And he said, he said, what was your name at birth? 
And I've never really gotten the full impact of this until tonight when you were talking. And he did the numerology on my birth name, and he said, oh, yeah. this makes total sense, 100%. He says, you're a one. Yeah. And he said, yeah. he said this, and it made, you know, I mean, Elizabeth, what about the kids who are adopted? They don't, how do they even know what, do, you know, they sometimes they don't know when their soul's incarnating, like what family they're going to wind up in. So how does that part even work? Is it just vibrationally they attract the family to adopt them that's no, perfect? No, it's all, no. I don't mean to interrupt you, but that is a fabulous yeah. question. Is that prior to birth? I mean, we're all very busy prior to birth, actually. Every soul has a game plan. It's, it's your life path number. It's like a plot line in a novel, a yellow brick road that is calculated from month and year of birth. That's what everybody sees on the Internet. And people will say, oh, I'm a three, I'm a six, I'm a two. Well, no, you're not. That calculation says what you are here to improve upon as a soul, spiritually speaking. Because the only reason we come into human form is to spiritually grow. So that life path number is your yellow brick road, is your plot line in the novel. And then every soul prior to birth goes to its karmic group. The, the, I call them the sorority and the fraternity brothers that we've hung out with in previous incarnations playing various uh, monads, they're called, various interactive roles. And you know, I knew what I want to I want to accomplish. So you go to this group and these folks here, these souls are still in spirit and say to them, hey, you know, I'm going to be a human again, and this is what I want to accomplish. And will you come into my life as a human and play this role and behave this way and I'll learn from you? And, learn. and they say, no, I need a break. My last incarnations were hummers. I need a little break. Okay. And then the soul continues to move through the karmic group asking the same questions. Now, this is very important for our listeners to understand because it will explain a lot of things that might be happening in their lives. So as we move through the karmic group asking the same questions, inviting them to come into our lives, free will says yes to this, no to that. When they agree to come and play a role, R-O-L-A, role in our novel that we call the human experience, a soul contract is developed. Some will say, well, I could come and hang out for a couple days or 21 years or three chapters or I'll show up and soul contract for for the various characters. Then we go, we still need birthing. We continue through the karmic group, and we ask the same question. And by soul agreement, there are souls that agree to play the role of mother, role of father, role of permanent nuclear family. Because why? Those parents are called imprinters. Those souls that agree to come in, behave a certain way, are imprinters. They are imprinting upon the child, the soul of the child, aspects of this child that it was in previous incarnations that in this lifetime it has to choose by its free will to continue to be like or not be like. They are our mirrors. 
And that is why some of us, well, I don't want to be like my mother. Good, because you were like your mother in 607, 903, and she's shown you the you that you were to make a choice not to be like that. That is a major esoteric uh, 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 um, uh, philosophical icon. Now, to answer your question, there are souls that will say, well, you know, I got my own thing going, but I'll get you there. I will help birth you. I'll play the role of mother, father, birth parents. But I can't hang out forever and ever because I already have this other deal that's going on my own self and whatever. And metaphysics teaches that it is the adoptive parents that the soul really wants to be the imprinters. There is something a child learns, uh, and usually it's abandonment issues that show up in a chart that have to be dealt with. But by that parent not being there imprinting, it moves on to the adoptive parents. And the adoptive name or the married name or the or the stage name or whatever it is, it's called an angle of development. It It adds to the energy field, most of the time it adds to the energy field, those past life issues that were not experienced and need to be filled in, those blanks need to be filled in in this lifetime. And so, therefore, it is the original birth name that sets the novel, that has the plot line, the month, day, and year of birth. And then... And there's a my favorite formula. I call it the toolbox formula. It has a lot of technical names, but I tell you folks, it's like going to a therapist. I can nail using this formula what the issues are that 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 are missing that that person has to focus on in this lifetime. Not everything is an issue. There's gifts, and then there's these stumbling blocks, and then there's like I don't know how to do this, and you are here to learn it. Yep. Does that answer your question? It absolutely answered my question. And, you know, and it's interesting, you know, my my stepfather that adopted me, my mother and stepfather, they became divorced, and my I lost my tribe. And I have, um, there was a funeral recently, and I, my older brother and I went, and we were like the adopted grandchildren in this family. But But what's interesting is our grandparents were from France, and they... Act, they treated us just like all the other grandchildren. There was no difference at all. And when we showed up, it's funny, some of the other cousins said, you know, we never knew that you weren't our blood relatives until you were like oh, way older. Wow. We, and, and they're like, we all, and I said, I know. I said, because grandma and grandpa treated us just like everybody else. And I said, and we just recant, you know, recounted, you know, some of the fabulous memories of being raised by the French people. I mean, you know, grand, great, great aunts, you know, that dyed their hair into their 80s, playing cards, having fun, speaking in French, you know, with family reunions with, I don't know, over 50 grandchildren and all this fun that we had. And just, it was just fabulous. And if I had been raised by my regular, you know, my father that I landed into, I wouldn't be who I am today. And yet I reconnected with him. And then I, and when I met him, I was like, oh my God, I can see why I chose him as my dad. You know, it was kind of like, it was kind of this funny thing where I got all kinds of different experiences and, 
So what you said made total sense. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Elizabeth. You're quite brilliant. Oh. I, I know you're probably told this, but I'm going to tell you again. You're quite brilliant, and I, I just treasure you know your gifts and what you're bringing to the world. And um, thank you. Oh my gosh, thank that was a fabulous answer to that question. I just uh, I've always wondered. So. Okay, so we are going to uh, go to questions. If you have not pushed your one on your phone, that means I don't know that you want to ask a question. So if you would like to ask Elizabeth a question, we're going to go to mini readings at this point. Um, so here we go. We're gonna, so, so if you I, want a mini... Am I, doing mi- am I doing mini readings? I don't mean to interrupt you. I've got to get ready. Are we doing mini okay. readings or answering questions? We're going to do both. Whatever you want to – well, okay. what would you prefer, Elizabeth? This is your deal. This is your show. Well, uh, uh, I'll be happy to answer anybody's question if I can. If I know it, I know it. If I don't, I don't, and that's the way it is. But if okay. they also uh, – if, if another person – now, it's going to be an either-or, folks. You ask a question or you get a mini-reading. I am doing nine-year cycles. I'm going to be pointing out, uh, and the information comes very fast, and it's only going to be two minutes, so we can get a lot of people in here. But know that I need your first and middle name, your month and day of birth, and how old you are. And as soon as, as if you come on the air and do you have a, say, I have a question, fine. Say, I want a reading, fine. But come on fast so uh, Cindy uh, can, uh, uh, so you can tell me. They can talk directly to me, honey, too. Okay. Yeah. All right. So I do not know who our listeners are. I only know your phone number. So we are going to go to 314-799. I'm not going to say your whole number on um, on the air, but here we go. You are live on the air. So your first name, your middle name, and your birthday, right, Elizabeth? If they want a reading. If, if they, they want a reading. Question. Okay. Okay. So you are live on the air. And welcome. And what is your name, please? Yes, so your Mandy. first name, please. Hi, Mandy. Mandy. Hi. Oh, Sandy, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, it's no. Okay, it's would you? Mandy. Oh, it is Mandy. Would you yeah. like a reading tonight, Mandy, or would you uh, like a uh, like to ask question. a question of Elizabeth? Okay. Um, a re- a reading, I think. Okay. okay, so Mandy, what is your first and middle name? It's Mandy Man- Lee Lee, L E E. Okay, and your month and day of birth. Eleven twelve. Our Scorpios. Did you hear what yes. I said about Scorpios? <laughs> I did. did that just hit your foot, huh? <laughs> it did, did. Did that ring a bell with you? It's been, oh yeah. It's been tough. Yeah. It, this has been a tough Saturn transit for sure. And and it but really it's almost has. over, honey. Okay. Thank God. And, and how old are you? Oh, thirty nine. Okay, 39. Now, the age a person is, an age that a person is, is called an age digit uh, formula, and it is one of the general indicators of, it's it's an indicator of a generality that will, uh, anyone who's 39 years of age is going to experience. And anyone who is 39 years of age uh, knows that know that this is a year of change that and it can be very fast paced change actually it's not going to be business as usual so <laughs> bless your heart add that to the Saturn and Scorpio that's what you don't need is more change is it my heavens and then know 
that you are in year three of your current nine-year cycle. Now, uh, in the work that I do, I not only will describe the basic black dress, if you will, but I will also uh, uh, um, give you the tarot interpretations uh, to a large degree. Now, in a three-year, and this goes to anybody who calculates out a three-year, that's a happy year, believe it or not. Generally speaking, it's the it's the Empress card. Now, hold on, baby. We're not done yet. It, it is the Empress card in Tarot. It is about abundance, expansion, good luck. It's ruled by Jupiter, planet of of abundance and good luck. That's that is now um, moving on out of Leo, quite honestly. But your specific year. I mean, a three is a three is a three. Great year for travel, for fun, for partying, all that. Up the ante we go. These are called octaves. And yours is specifically a 12-3. Ah. Now, in tarot cards, that is the hangman card. And if you ever saw the old Rider Waite deck, the old classic, the dude's hanging upside down by one leg on a cross beam, and you just know he's saying to himself, how on earth did I get into this situation? And <laughs> therefore, this year for you is connected to your values, your self-worth your self-esteem. You need to find your voice this year. This year for you, starting last November and will be finishing in October, has to do with, uh, uh, um, had to do with, up to this point, your work and your career, you were moving through the suit of wands. Now here's the good news. That's starting in July and onward to the to December, you have entered into the suit of cups in tarot cards. This has excellent, it's called uh, the emotional transits, and it's excellent for partnerships, business, personal, romantic partnerships here in July. And it's going to continue on. Your year is going to improve, dear. It's going to definitely improve starting in July. And I will tell you that next year is going to be a big shift in your life, out with the old, growth into something new. Saturn's going to leave Scorpio. You're going to and – and the cool thing here, everyone, is when Saturn leaves a sign or leaves uh, basically a transit, a two-and-a-half-year transit and goes on to Sagittarius for two-and-a-half years, Saturn – always brings a gift, always brings a gift. Tell to pay as you're moving through good camp. I want you to watch for the gift here, Mandy. It should come between July and December in your life. Uh-huh. Okay. You're going to land on your feet, baby girl. Great. Thanks for Thank calling you. in, Mandy. Okay, Thank thanks, so Mandy. Okay. Thank you. Okay, so listeners, if you want to ask a question or if you want a mini reading, you need to press one uh, on your phone, one star, one pound, it doesn't really matter. Just push one, and then I'll know that you're there. Okay, so we are now going to go um, to area code 901-406, and when I bring you onto the air, which I am doing now, um, what I would like is for you to state where you're calling from just so we know like what part of the country we're reaching tonight. So 901-406, you are live on the air. Hi, this is Lenise, and I'm calling from Tennessee. Okay, welcome. Tennessee, bless your heart, Tennessee. Tell me your, uh, what do you want, a question or a reading, honey? 
a reading. Okay. Spell your first name for me because I didn't quite get it. Okay. L-E-N-E-S-E. Excellent. And your middle name? Is G-A-Y-T-R-E-L-L. Cattrell. Wow, that's a pretty name. My heavens. Lenise Cattrell. That's kind of a romantic sounding name. My heavens, girl. <laughs> and what Thank is you. month and day of birth, Lenise? Uh, July 5th. Oh, you're our Cancerians. You just had a birthday. Now, yeah. the Cancerians are just little love buckets. Little <laughs> love buckets. How old yes, are you? Lenise, how old are you? Say it 52. again. 52. Okay, 52. So, And you just turned 52. All right, a couple things. Know that this year, either attitudinally, therefore behaviorally, therefore lifestyle, there is going to be some house cleaning going on in your life. You are in a growth spurt. Just from your age, and this goes to anyone who's 52. On one hand, you might feel a little funky. No, you know, you might just want to sort of be by yourself and think about things. But that thinking about things is going to bring some significant positive shifts in your life. Anyone who is born under the birthday number, a person's birthday number, is their temperament and their personality. And when I meet someone, you know, just casually, I just ask them, gee, what, what's your birthday? And as soon as I get that birth number, I know them like the book, their personality, and et cetera, et cetera. So know that anyone who has a five birthday number as a temperament can be a little impatient, a little impulsive, can be someone who can be restless. A lot of times uh, it's a very hard birthday number, any of the fives, to stay married in relationships for a long, long time, sometimes because it's very adventuresome and it loves its freedom. Uh, you have gone through significant attitude adjustment about all of that in this lifetime. Know that as a Cancerian, Cancerians need to live where there's water. Is there water where you live in Tennessee, around where you your house or what have you? Not around my house. It's kind of far away from my house. But the only thing that we have is the Mississippi River. Well, that counts. So I go to the river right. a lot. Yeah, I go to the river yeah. a lot. You need to be near near water, number one. But there is a stumbling block for people who are Cancerians. And Cancerians love their home and their family and cooking, and they're usually very domestic, if you can sit still long enough here, Lenise, to do all that. And they are people pleasers. They want everybody to be happy, and they Mm -hmm. will suffer themselves personally in order to bring peace to the family, peace to the relationship, peace. They can become sacrificial lambs. And so I caution and warn all Cancerians to um, hold your ground. Don't take responsibility for everybody. It's a major stumbling block for Cancerians. 
And you, I'm sure, have had people and places and situations put in your face, from what I see here, that have tested you. Is this what you think you deserve, Lenise? Huh? No. 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 (laughs) So, starting here, you are in year two, which is about balance, which is about partnerships. It's about decisions in your current nine-year cycle. And it's about decisions that are going to start now turning you slowly. This year is going to be like a turtle year, turtle, all right? So be patient. You're going to be starting to be turned in a whole new direction, whole new direction in your life. And it's positive, and I do think it's connected on some levels to your work and your career. I see here in July, even though in July you're in a nine-month of ending, finishing, completions. I see opportunities in your work, your job, career, day in, day out, moving towards the positive for you, honey. Yes, I do. Okay? Well, thank God. (laughs) Yeah. And, Lenise, we know the river has been, the rivers in in Missouri and the whole, that Mississippi River, it's so high. Like, we've had so much water in the Midwest, Elizabeth, you wouldn't believe it. I mean, I'm assuming it's the same in Tennessee. I mean, it is high. So I think it's fabulous that you live near the water as a cancer. It's important. Like Elizabeth said, we are emotional beings, and water affects us, totally nourishes us. So I'm a cancer, by the way. You probably can tell. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, then oh I, I do want to tell Lenise that uh, 2017, Lenise, is going to be a very major positive growth year for you of out with the old, growth into the new. It's going to be like coming out of diapers going in the big girl pants in 2017. So anything that's happening now is laying down that foundation. All right. Okay. There you go. Okay. Thanks, Lenise. Thanks okay. for calling. Okay. Thank you. All right. So we are now, um, even though you have not said you want a question, I'm just going to go, and if you want to pass, just say listen only. Okay, we are now going to 314-305. Are you there? You should be live on the air. Would you like to uh, ask a question this evening? I'd like to have a reading, please. Okay. Okay. And what is your first and middle name? Candace Nicole. Uh, this is going to, well, let me just do this. What is your month and day of birth, Candace? This is going to be funny. 8882. 8-8-1982? Yes. Is that what you said? Well, first of all, I'll tell you right off, you're an old soul. When uh, the month and the day and the year all come up with the same number as yours did, this is uh, one of the indi- one of the indicators uh, that you- that I have an old soul client. And an old soul is a spiritual term and has nothing to do with hurting feet and how you feel right now, Candace. It is a spiritual term, and I always call them the grandparents. They are highly evolved spirit beings who have volunteered. Now, I don't know what you were thinking, girl, but volunteer (laughs) to come into human form, which is like sticky peanut butter energetically, in order to do for one purpose and one purpose only, and it is to be of service to humanity. All old souls have to serve humanity in some capacity. Now, as an old soul, 
Another metaphor is that you are like a Ph.D. in college, and your soul does not give a kindergarten problem to a Ph.D. in college. Therefore, traditionally, old souls create drama in their lives, theater in their lives. Nothing is simple. It always has to be some sort of a ta-da in order for them to spiritually grow. You're for you, you, you have had to really learn power, personal power issues, but more importantly, spiritual power issues. The number eight of your birth month and your birth day is that of the executive. A, B, B to C, C to D. And in fact, in Cindy's um, newsletter, not her newsletter, magazine, I wrote a whole column about the number eight which I think you will find very fascinating. I bet you can relate to it. Frosty the Snowman, I call the number eight. The energy, um, they don't like change, so you probably don't like change at all. You're very managerial as your temperament goes, but when I add add your month and your day of birth together, eight, eight, Adds to the number 16, which adds to the number 7. And in tarot cards, this is the tower card. All you know what can break loose in your life. And so, therefore, this is a little toughing, honey. So I think exteriorly you probably have an appearance of you've got your act together. But I want you to know it is so important from what I just see here that you connect to your spiritual self. This is why you listen to Cindy's shows, because she has spiritual people on. Your soul is guiding you here. I cannot stress, you have got to learn this is where where your power is, and you are here to be a teacher, a humanitarian, a servant that serves people, in human, in human resources, something along those lines. Yes, you're Leo. Jupiter is just leaving Leo. I and just Leo's- did a bunch of transitions. I left, like, a job after six years and a um, long-term relationship after eight years. So I just, like, cleaned up, like, a lot of old stuff. Uh, yeah. Still and you're processing through that. Yeah. About 18 but months. This is, but this is, this is good, honey. You're in year six of your current nine-year cycle, all about relationships, all about house and home, all about job, right on target. Now, I will tell you that there could be a move on the horizon as you get to August, to the fall, and into next next year probably, or if it's not before, early part of next year. You're going to have some choices that you – how old are you? How old uh, are you? 30. I'm going to be 33 in like a week, I think, two weeks. Oh, you're just a young pup. Just a young pup. So you're going to be 30. You're going to be 33? Yes. Yes. Okay. So, So just listen to this. At 32 years of age, your age was about endings, finishing, and completions. You did good. It's yeah. about six-year relationships, love relationships. Very good. You took your power back from those situations. Now, maybe something occurred 
that was in your face that you just said, I'm done with this situation. I do want you to know that when you get to August, you're going to move into year seven of your current nine-year cycle. I call this the Greta Garbo year. I want to be alone. And so, therefore, spend time by yourself, spiritual reading, yoga, Mother Earth, nature, because you're going to have some choices that are going to come up very suddenly that you're going to have to make, and they're connected to your work and your career. And you and I'm... The choices that you make are going to precipitate change of residence, change of career, change of partnership, something along those lines. Yep. Okay. Rock and roll. Okay. All right. Thank you so Thank much you. for calling. Okay. No I know. close the spirit. Good night. Thank you. Okay. All right. Um, so, listeners, I just want to mention that this is Cindy Meyer. This is the Spirit Seeker Hour. We are here each and every week um, here to help you in any way possible. And I want to give you Elizabeth's website, which is elizabethsummers.com, and that's spelled E-L-I-Z-A-B-E-T-H-S-U-M-M-E-R-S.com. And uh, as you've heard throughout, you know, Elizabeth has so kindly woven it in, um, Spirit Seeker is a monthly publication. Elizabeth's articles are in the magazine each and every month. You go to spiritseeker.com. We have the archives there as well. And uh, to be added to our email list to find out when we have uh, the radio show guests and all the other, you know, when the new magazine's online, just send an email to info at spiritseeker.com and ask to be added to our email list. Okay, we have time for uh, one more reading, so we're going to go to 719-859. You are live on the air. Hey, Elizabeth. It's Amanda Lee. It's Val's daughter. Val's daughter? Yeah. Oh, hi, Amanda. How are you? Hi. I'm good. Um, yeah, my Amanda is, is a client of mine, for sure. Okay. So we're, we don't have a lot of time here, honey. Yeah, so let me, tell me how old you are now. 30, how old are you 34. Now? 34. Okay. So first of all, right from there, it's going to be a big change year for you, big change year for you. And the L of Lee is your emotional baggage that says you are making emotional reassessment of of what it is that you deserve. Now, Amanda, tell me your month and day of birth, honey. 825. 825, okay. And... So then your birthday is coming up here, yep. and you are moving into, no, no, that's wrong, eight, a five-year of change. You know, this looks good, though. Eight, let me just, this is, this is, and it's a 41.5. Are, are you thinking of moving to a new house, new situation mm-hmm. in some fashion? Yes. <laughs> Yes, yes, yes. And, it, and it looks very good. Amanda, it looks very good for you, honey, okay, because you're under the Ace of Cups, which is a beautiful energy. I see new house, new job, new career. This is a very good combination for you, okay? Even new love opportunity, which we won't pursue right now, and... and uh, 
But the key thing to keep in mind, Amanda, it's a five-year of change. Change. So allow it to flow. But the combination, it's the Ace of Cups and the King of Wands in Tarot, and that's very nice for you. Okay? Cool. And I'll get with you to get my neonatal reading, too. So. (laughs) Yeah, great. Tell Mom I asked for her, honey. Okay. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye. Thanks for being here. Okay. All right. So, Elizabeth, here we are. Oh, wait a minute. I Okay, I want to make sure I did that right on my switchboard. Okay, so we have exactly four more minutes. Do you okay. have a message for Cindy Meyer, your radio show host and publisher? <laughs> okay, <laughs> I'm, I'm take advantage. how old you are. Okay. I just turned 60. I don't mind. I just turned 60 on June 29th. Oh, the 60s, the decade of the 60s are, are very Cancerian. So much nicer than the 50s for many people. And your month and day of birth is seven, is what? No, June 29th. 29th, okay. Well, now the number 29 is excellent for partnerships, business and personal partnerships. It adds to an 11. The downside of the partnerships is they are karmic partnerships. And... You cannot take people on as projects to try to fix them and repair them. But 29 is great for working with groups. The 9 is about teaching. It is about humanitarian service. And know uh, that usually these folks are good with money, uh, quite honestly. And so now you are in year 7 of your current 9-year cycle. And let me real quick, because there's seven and then there's all kinds of sevens. So I want to, um, okay, all right. You are in the Greta Garbo year two. It is a spiritual year, year excellent for writing. I want you to watch your health this year. Slow down your life this year as best that you can. Go on vacations, go to Mother Earth, go on vacations where there is water Desert or mountains, and the higher vibration, I want you to watch your relationships too. Uh, pay attention. There could be some deception, some betrayal involved in relationships to some degree. But the outcome of your year, your specific seven year, is the Three of Cups celebration. You're going to do good. You're going to do good. Well, you know, I added real estate, and I have sold two houses in the last month and just did a lease. And it's like, I mean, people are moving. People are, are yeah, I mean, it's like I love the real estate. I, you know, I'm a feng shui consultant, and adding the real estate and then still doing the magazine, it's like I I just love my life right now. But I do and need to slow down, know. and I feel it. Oh yeah, oh you, your health will your health will shut you down. That's what what happens in this year. And you know, I have a whole booklet that's on my website in the store of house numbers of the energy. People can just order that booklet of the energy okay. of each of the house numbers. Oh, yeah, I live at a six. My, I live at a six house, and I'm 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 just about ready to let it go, though. I'm I'm I I just. I want to travel. My youngest is going off to college, and I'm just ready for freedom. I've been raising kids for 30 years. <laughs> <laughs> Elizabeth, and you thank you for your kids. 
Oh, my God. Thank you for being my yeah. guest. Thank you for contributing to Spirit Seeker. Thank you for finding us. I'm so – I love your articles. I just love your, your wit, your knowledge, oh. and – uh, so thank you, ElizabethSummers.com. This is Cindy Meyer, your host. Thank you for joining us. Be back next week. Thank you so much. Have a lovely evening, Elizabeth. Thank you from my heart to yours. Okay, good night, You're everyone. You're welcome, precious. Okay. Good night, everyone. Okay. okay, good night.